time that my love by the gasworks wall dreams a dream by the old canal I kiss my girl by the factory wall early old town What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It's our 100th episode in the history of the show. So exciting! You get there real quick when you do a hundred. When you do a show a day, you get to 100 quicker. I was kind of shocked. Makes sense. It's exciting. I'm uh I'm in a super good mood. Jake's having a rough go of it. So we'll see how this plays out. But Jake, do you like that song, Dirty Old Town? No. Really? I love that song. Sorry about you. Mr. O'Keefe showed it to us in sophomore year history class because it explains the Industrial Revolution, how disgusting England got, and they had to send kids to the factories to work. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a... I don't know. I, I guess it's not what I'm normally looking for in music. At the factory wall. I like Irish Rovers. Mm. Irish music is pretty tough to find, like, good Irish songs. See, uh, it's your home country. Yeah, my mom would probably have said I'm more Italian. But, uh, happy 100th episode, Jake. Happy 100, 100 emoji, hundos, hundo spot. Can I do some housekeeping before we yeah, get into the do show? whatever you got to do. I, I wrote a blog today on the John Boy and Jake part of the new website. So um, the new website came out yesterday. It's been up, We've been backloading it for a while. But because this is the 100 episode, if you go to johnboymedia.com, you go to shows, you click John Boy and Jake Radio. Everyone, please do this. It's not a... Uh, if you'd like to, I'd, I'd like, whoa, Noodles excited about the 100th episode. I would like people to do this because I put up a questionnaire, Jake. Because the thing with doing a podcast is there's no live audience. We have no idea if you're laughing at the things we're laughing at or if you're eye rolling like, I can't believe they're going to do this again. There's no feedback that a live audience would get. So I figure we're in 100 episodes now. We have a steady following. Uh, pretty good for for an everyday show. So I made a questionnaire, and I just want to get like feedback from the formatting of the show, what segments people like, what they don't like, what they want us to hear talk more about, less about, to the actual technical side. Like, where do you listen? What app? Uh, headphones, car stereo, and then how does it sound in those things? Because then I will adjust accordingly how I edit it and all that nonsense. So yeah. there you go. I tweeted it out on John Boy Jake Radio Twitter, but if you go to johnboymedia.com and click the shows, go there, fill it out, help me out. So that's good. Thanks for listening. That's good. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, they love the polls. Yeah, I. Uh, we have to rank our days from yesterday. Doodle. But yours might be hard to rank. Or no, because... You're still muted. Ev- everything's... Uh... No, I'm 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 fine with ranking my day yesterday. Okay, that's why I didn't know how it was gonna 
yeah. what at what time things happen. Midnight to midnight, happen. brother. Okay. All right. Let's rank our days, Jake. Yesterday, well, we did the weekends. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. It was. You know what it was? It was like yesterday was probably a five and a half. Um. It we we did some good stuff during the day and was productive and then, like, did the workout. And then, like, dinner rolled around, and for a Monday, you know, after doing, like, grocery shopping on Sunday, didn't have, like, a defined good dinner plan. We were kind of on different schedules, and there was, like, no games that got me going yesterday. Like, I watched a little of the Wofford game, but I needed something else, and it it just never happened. So, I just kind of, Monday was, like, going on, and it was like, I want to be entertained by something, and there was nothing there for me, so... Five and a half. Five and a half for Jake. We got to start tweeting this out and having people send us their stuff. Oh, someone just sent a really long message in the chat and then deleted it before I could read it. That was rude, Kenta. I wanted to read that. Anyway, Jake, I had a good day yesterday. So the weather here was nice enough that I opened all the windows to let a breeze come through. And after a long winter, that's huge. Yeah. That's like a great feeling. I have the window feeling. open right now, but I I think the average person would be freezing because I'm kind of cold, but I like that. Uh, what else yesterday? We recorded a lot of stuff. I like doing that. We had our big ideas meeting. That was good. We needed to do that. I got pliable for lunch. That That actually made me happy. Took my grandma to her therapy. Always fun to spend time with her. What else happened? Iona won. Um, the website's up and running. Katie and I had a nice dinner together, barbecue place. We got food. I think really the windows being open really is the main thing I liked. And then, and then after work, you tweeted out that Wallace Sean gif. I know his name now. Explain him to everyone so I can tell him what I did last night. So Wallace Shawn is an actor. Um, he's been in a a few movies, like, at, but they're kind of unique movies that I feel like are household movies. Like, if you have a parent that was into one of these movies, like, you'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm so familiar with him." If not, you'd be like, "I've never seen him." But he he has he also just pops up on like random shows for like two show stints and stuff like that. But um, he's in the Princess Bride. Um, he's he's literally known for being bald and short. That's what his IMDb says. He's in the Princess Bride. <laughs> he's a ridiculous character. And then uh, he's in. Uh, well, he's Rex from Toy Story. Which yeah, he's so a vo- He does a lot of voice acting. He he probably bankrolled pretty good off of that. Um, but he always plays like a kind of ridiculous. Um like mousy male character. Um, and I saw Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt last night, uh, tweeted something about the princess bride. Like, Oh, he's like, this movie gets me every time. He's like, tweet out yours. And he used a gif of Wallace Shawn. And I was like, yeah, I, I think I relate to this guy and that sucks. (laughs) And instantly you saw it and, you you saw what I saw, and it, it led you down a wormhole. So, 
It's just too good. The gif of him cheersing the poison drink from Princess Bride. Yeah. It's too good. Like I just was cracking up. I wasn't even high yet. I te- texted you that. Not even high yet, and I can't stop laughing at this gif. And I'd seen it before, but it's just so cartoonish. I was dying. So I texted Jake, and I said, I think I'm going to have to watch a bunch of Sean Wallace. I think I'm going to have to watch a bunch of his movies and make gifts from them. And I said, what's his name? And you said, Wallace Sean, which sounds like it's in the wrong order. So I was like, come on. So anyway, that's what I did. I was laying in bed. This is my new fun game, Jake, and I was writing a blog about this. Being in situations when you can't laugh inherently makes things funnier, be it, you know, school classroom or a meeting like if you're if you have to contain your laughter, that makes what you're laughing at funnier. It's like a known theory or right. or formula. So now that I smoke, I work until like midnight, and then I smoke so I can go to sleep. And every now and then I get like silly, where I I get like in the funny high, not just tired. Sure. And on those days, it's a fun game I play. Where like, what can I do in bed? while Katie's sleeping that I can mm-hmm. that'll make me laugh but I have to contain the laughter and I lost I lost the game last night because I was making Sean Wallace gifts just finding movies he was in watching his scenes and making gifts and then sending them to you yeah and I think the second one I found did me in the first one is just I watched this new show on Netflix that he's in and it just opens up with him saying you're not a cop <laughs> that was nothing and then I went to Clueless because I know he's in there. And Clueless is him being in the classroom with a bunch of dumb students saying dumb things. So he's just constantly reacting to them saying dumb things. So I was making, I'll put these on the blog. I was making gifts of his reactions. And I was just dying laughing. Katie was like, get out of here. So I, yeah. lost, I lost the game. I had to go to the other bedroom where I made a bunch more gifts. And uh, I was sending them to you. Were you in peril while you were receiving these or not yet? Oh, no. All of yesterday was fine. We were talking like 4, 4 a.m. My oh, world, four. my life changed forever. 4 a.m. But hold on. So can I play the one? Please. That in this movie, uh, the movie House Arrest, he plays like these, these kids lock their parents up in the basement so they can work on their issues. But he doesn't have any issues, but he thinks he's a stand-up comedian. But he tells, like, the corniest, worst jokes. And that's his whole character. I wanted to send you every line in the movie that he says, but I just... I waited. I sent you just this one. It's it's worthwhile. I'm always getting standing ovations. Especially in bed. (laughs) 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 What is the, like? What is his life as an actor? Anyway, this is just making me laugh so much. It ups, ups my day all the way to a six. Wow. Yeah. First six on the board. The windows being open and spending my night making Wallace Shawn gifts. Welcome to 30. Those are the things that get you going. Yeah, it's the little thing. So do getting... you want to tell them about your 4 a.m. troubles or no? Yeah, only because now that I'm like talking to someone, I think um I got my bell rung. Um I like can't focus. <laughs> I uh <laughs> I might be concussed. Um so I wake up it happy hundredth episode, everyone. Here we go. Um 
I wake up um, with like a a sharp pain in my belly. I'm like, okay, this isn't this isn't normal. And I was like, okay, what what is it? Do I have to throw up? Do I have to poop? I was like, oh, I've felt this pain before. This is this is like that classic food poisoning pain. Um, so I sprint to the bathroom. Don't know whether to get on my knees or back it in. Um, do a little column A, column B. It's like so violent, so violent. And you're doing it. I'm like dehydrated. I just woke up. You're you just start sweating bullets, or I was already sweating bullets because of that like food poisoning type thing. And then uh, I was just like wonky, man. I, I kind of lost control, and I did a face forward head dive right into our like hard bathroom floor, and I have a pretty big bruise on my head. Um, I don't understand how that happened. So you're leaning forward. Yeah, that was from the from the toilet. Like I was so uh I was literally so physically exhausted and I still am. Um that like I couldn't control myself and I'd lean forward face first and Threw like up in the streets, man. We used to lean over to get our poops out. It's no joke, dude. I uh he had to and where I grew up and <laughs> It, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was like, I was on the ground, like knocked out um, and yet also writhing in pain. So here we are. So <laughs> you're pooping because your stomach is sick and yeah. you have like a big bruise on your forehead. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I went face first, like no, no hand stopping it or anything. Just fell over like a dead guy. Basically, yeah. Body gave out. Was there a mess? Were you done with the pooping? Oh, uh, that was done. Okay. All right. So how do you feel now? Awful. Awful. I feel my body is physically exhausted and I feel concussed. I like can't look at the screen. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's good. A happy 100 to everyone. <laughs> It's funny because you have a bruise. <laughs> like someone asked you, well, what happened to your forehead, man? Yeah. Oh, well, I was pooping and then I was so exhausted because it was 4 a.m. My whole body well, gave out. I slunk to the ground head first. Like luckily, uh, yeah, I mean, my my bruises go away pretty easily. So Nice. Okay, well, let's go into the Tri-State News. The Iona Gales are dancing for the fourth straight year. Senior Ricky McGill becomes the only player to be on four consecutive champions, conference champions in league history, was named tournament MVP. At one point, they put just a Ricky McGill camera on. It was like the game was on the left and the Ricky McGill cameras on the right. Real fun guy to watch. Linebacker C.J. Mosley is expected to sign a five-year deal for $85 million with the New York Jets. That has $51 million guaranteed. Ex-giant Landon Collins agrees to a six-year, $84 million contract to join the Redskins. And now it seems the tide's turned and Giants fans are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, we didn't want to give him all that. The Nets beat up on the Pistons, 103-75. The Islanders beat the Blue Jackets and the Rangers lost to the Oilers in overtime. The Mets opening day pitching matchup is set. 
with Serger, Scherzer and DeGrom both getting the ball. That's fun. Ba 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 ba! The gales are dancing. When are we? When are we getting your boy Tim Clewis to a bigger program? Why don't you shut your butt with that? He's a gale for life. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> the the Iona was uh, they won the division like they were the one seed with a 16 and 15 <laughs> record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny seeing uh there's there's a, f- a few of those little conferences. I f- I forget who it was. There was some team that started out 0 and 12 this year, but they were in their conference champion tournament, but they're, you know, they're one of the cupcakes who plays all the big guys to start their season. So it, like makes sense. Um Yeah, go Gales, baby. Get a get Tibby C in a big program. What do you think about this Landon Collins storyline? Um, I think it's it's funny. I mean, it's kind of what you said, and it's my like twenty percent of being a fan theory. Like if if Landon Collins signed this while he was on the Giants, like everyone would be like, "Oh, we locked up our boy." Like, yeah, it's a big contract for a safety, but our guy's staying in town. And then the fact that they that the team got rid of him, like the team was, or everyone was mad that the team got rid of him, um, just because that's your natural reaction. Um, and then you already, as a fan, you like have to rid yourself of Landon Collins because like you're still gonna remain a Giants fan. It's not like Landon Collins was big enough that you're like, well, I guess I'm a fan of wherever Landon Collins goes now. Like, no, you're still a Giants fan, and. So not only does he he signs a giant contract for a safety, which as you're already talking yourself out of Landon Collins, you talk yourself out of that. Uh, but he also signs with the Redskins, so you're just like, oh my god, he's now he's on a terrible team. He's getting paid way too much. We we made a good move. So yeah, that's fandom. That's fandom. But do you think couldn't they have like if the Redskins wanted him this bad? Couldn't the Giants? Have tried to trade him there. Maybe they did. If he kind was, of, if he was demanding this much money, couldn't doesn't that mean that some team would have traded a good amount for him? Uh, maybe that's that's the whole debate and the part that I don't know well enough is because people were saying like, why didn't they trade him at the trade deadline? And I was like, well, the trade deadline in football is pretty early, and the Giants were doing that we're going to win out thing. And I don't know, trading guys mid season in football doesn't make a ton of sense, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like they could have franchised them. And then I like to think they could have traded them. Um, but maybe they thought if they did franchise them that like nobody would have wanted them at that price. So maybe they misread that a little bit. I don't know. I think something that was funny um, for me, Jim, and I don't know if you saw a little of this, um, the day the Giants went separate ways with Landon Collins. But it was kind of the baseball analytics thing, which I think is funny that football's like a 50-50 mix right now. Like, there's some teams that are like analytics, analytics, analytics. There's some teams that are like, yeah, we'll use the analytics, but this is football. Like, can you play football, son? 
And I think we saw a little of that because the day Landon Collins got cut, there was like four teams that released really good safeties. So there's clearly something in the analytics that was like, you know, your safety, you should only be paying your safety this and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I think it's funny because the Chiefs signed Honey Badger, uh, the Redskins signed Landon, and then I think like Eric Weddle's still out there. I think there's one more too. But um, I don't know. I, I, I thought because we heard some of those stories in baseball this year that like free agents wanted here from a team all offseason. And then on the same day, like five teams would call them and offer them the exact same offer, which sounds like a weird mix of collusion and analytics. Okay. Yeah. I mean, collusion is so weird in, in all sports, I feel like, right now. Like, social media has really changed the game and and just how how easy it is to communicate with everyone. Yeah. Tampering. Tampering. You got anything on C.J. Mosley? Uh, big guy. He, uh, man, kind of interesting. The, uh, he's, uh, I mean, he's a Bama guy. Everyone, everyone's enjoying the jet signing so far, which is, I mean, classic. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. He's the kind of guy that you think could, uh, could lock down a defense. He, he comes over them from the Ravens, the Ravens, like breaking it up. They had CJ Mosley. Terrell Suggs, Jim, your boy, goes from the Ravens to the Cardinals after spending his whole career there, which is kind of like a bummer. But, uh, yeah, Mosley goes on to the Jets. He's a good ball player. A lot of people don't like paying linebackers because they think you can just pick up a linebacker and they can do whatever. But, it's, uh, I mean, he's that's Jets football, babe. That's Jets football, babe. Let's move on to the National Storyline. Wofford Terriers, Jim. Wofford Terriers. They're going dancing. They've got a guy who's going to break the NCAA three-point record. Everyone's going to be loving the Wofford Terriers in about a week or so. UFC star Conor McGregor aggressed in the Miami Beach. He stole someone's phone and then he got and he's arrested. <laughs> Westbrook threatens a fan and his wife in Utah. This always happens, Jim. The Utah fans and their ways take it a little too far. And Westbrook told them very specifically that he was not joking with what he was threatening to do with them. And Jim, like we mentioned, free agency essentially kicked off in the NFL. Um, Nick Foles is going to the Jags on some big money. Deshaun Jackson back to the Beagles. Um, and we, we had some good movement of players. The Browns signed Sheldon Richardson. There's other stuff. There's other stuff. Other stuff. Wofford. Do you think everyone's going to be in on Wofford? You don't think everyone's going to be in on Iona? Um, I don't think so. I mean, Iona's probably going to be, what, a 14 or a 15 seed? Yeah. Um, they're not as impressive as past Iona teams. I mean, Wofford is going to be looking at like a 4-5 seed, I think. 
cracking me up when I was watching the Iona game and the Wofford games and the announcers that are like ESPN announcers are like, oh, Wofford's known for this. Or no, who was Iona playing? Mommet. They're like, Mommet's known for this. Like, what do you know? You know, oh, yeah. this is your first time seeing them play. Be honest with everyone. You that's, may have. That's rude. That's rude to the profession. You know that, though. No, like, they like have to watch the games coming in. You've seen Ruko's notes. Ruko has huge a lot of notes. Yes, okay, that's a good point. They could be, but they've s- never seen them live before. Yes, yeah, yeah. But they they've watched tape. I I I respect that game. I think Ruko. I think it's I think it's split fifty fifty. Like Ruko prepares a fuck fuck ton because he's. Young, hungry, and in the game. Like, Al Leiter wasn't preparing for games. No, it is. The play-by-play guys, well, A, I mean, play-by-play in basketball is going to be pretty similar. Um, But I think they have to know their stuff. I think the color guys, like, when you get... I Like, Dickie V was calling Gonzaga last night, and he was blatantly... He was, like, blatantly, like... Sh- the other guy calling the game was Sean Farnham with him. He's like, Sean, tell me about these guys. They play on the West Coast, huh? <laughs> and it's like, all right. I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend the play-by-play, and we'll take a jab at the color. Okay. Anyway, McGregor got arrested. Did you hear this story? I just saw everyone talking about it. He, someone came up to him and was like trying to take a picture of him. And he grabbed their phone and threw it on the ground and smashed it. And uh, yeah. then they like caught up with him and got arrested. This just always makes me think like in the 90s, this was a, someone's disposable camera or something. Or I guess that's like in the 90s, I think this isn't as penalized. I think it's just like, hey, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that that Michael Jordan, he's a jerk. And that the story just goes away. But yeah. So McGregor posted an Instagram post about it afterwards. And the caption, it's a picture of him. And the caption is, patience in this world is a virtue I continue to work on. I love Mm. my fans dearly. So he's like, hey, you know, I'm not blessed with patience. I'm trying to work on it. Sorry, fans. I love you. But just sorry if you took a picture of me and I broke your phone and smashed it. But Jake... In the picture that he posted, he's wearing a shirt with a, his own quote on it that says, when I say something is going to happen, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So is that an apology? That's kind of like the Akon, like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to put that blame on you. I told you I would smash my phone, your phone, and I smashed it. Yeah, it's a win-win because every other Connor McGregor fan doesn't relate or compare themselves to the the fan who got his phone thrown. They're like, yeah, Connor did it to that guy. He was probably being a jerk. I wouldn't do that. I actually have it that the fan isn't even that mad about it. He's like, that's what. That's why I love Connor. <laughs> that's not bad. Like it, it's, yeah, he smashed my phone, but that's why I love him. The yeah. wild card he what? does what he wants. What is your phone? I don't care. <laughs> I think that's how it played out. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Grabbing someone's phone and smashing it has to feel so good. Yeah. 
That definitely does. Same I don't know about smashing it. Oh, Even just just dude. taking it from someone and being like, what the hell are you doing? Like, that's oh. a strong move. Like, I don't care about the smash that much. Smashing things feels so good. Like, right, but I'm saying in, in the normal context, I don't think the smash is elevated from anything else you'd smash. Okay, Jake, how about this? If, if we were to get super famous, right? Sure. Or any super famous person, we're like judge. We're like life is hell. Mm, judge wants to be a good guy, though. So McGregor, this is what McGregor should do. And maybe this okay. is what he did. He sh- when he makes public appearances, he should have someone on the payroll that runs up to him with a dummy phone and gets in his face to take a picture, and he smashes the dummy phone so everyone else that has a phone is like, oh, okay, never mind, not going not gonna to do that today. And it's just a warning. A, everyone gets put on notice right away, no taking pictures of me. B, Conor McGregor gets to smash a phone. It's one way to go about it, yeah. I uh, I don't know. If that's what he wants to build up his <laughs> continuing brand on, yeah. It's a phone smasher. Everywhere the, Connor goes. I smash my fans' phones, yeah. yeah. Eventually, they'll be like, that's the same fan. That's <laughs> the same fan as last time. Keep smashing the same guy's phone. I'm in on it. What okay. else do we got on the national news? Foles to the Jaguars. That's pretty big, right? Kind of. I mean, they fell apart this year. Um, like no one, still no one thinks Nick Foles is good. <laughs> um, is so I don't crazy? know. I, is- I mean, at, the Nick Foles thing is weird because he <clears throat> he had that one really good regular season um, with Chip Kelly. But, like, nobody believed in him and nobody believed in Chip Kelly. And then he came back to earth and then he did well. Uh, we we all know how well he did in the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, like, nobody still believes it. And I'm, I'm kind of one of, like, I don't think Nick Foles is going to put it together for a season and be like, wow, these, these Jaguars are led by Nick Foles. Watch out. Like, no, I think it's going to be, like, if the if the Jaguars make the playoffs, they'll be like nine and seven, ten and seven, and it'll be like, well, the defense is good, and hey, we've seen Nick Foles get hot, but it's not going to be like the Nick Foles led Jaguars. I hope it is because I lo- I think Nick Foles. I don't know if he'd ever get your your vote. Like, and I think there's a million fans out there like you that will just like he could do anything, and he's just never gonna get like like he's good. my vote or anyone's vote. I'm grouping you in with uh, everyone. The general okay. consensus people wow. are like Nick Foles isn't good. Like I think he could have a really good season, win the Super Bowl, a really really good season, go to the championship game. And people are like, yeah, but he's not good. Just seems like no one's ever gonna think he's good. No, because I I think I think the only narrative that you're missing out a little bit there is that he had one really good his his one full season he played 13 games the most games he played in a season he had 27 touchdowns and two picks but then he was kind of around for bad chip kelly which everyone was like ah we hate chip kelly and everything associated with it then he got like traded or cut to st louis and he was bad there Went to Kansas City, he was almost out of the league, and then he went back to Philly, they let him play again. So I think if if he puts this year together again, everyone will be like, oh, all those middle years were riffraff. Finally, he, 
he gets his opportunity because the good Lord believed in him. I, you keep, you've mentioned Chip Kelly twice now. Yeah. If I had 100 redos in the world, I'd use one of them and just tell Chip Kelly, never leave Oregon. Yeah. Become the Saban of Oregon and just be there. Become the Bear Bryant of Oregon. Like, he should have never left Oregon. He was that offense and the, their identity, he was part of it. And he left. And now he's talked about kind of like in a bad light. <laughs> yeah, he's at uh, he's at UCLA now. So he, I don't know, end of the day, he's still getting paid well and he's he's in a slightly better climate. Yeah, but he was his trajectory at Oregon. Like it got him an NFL job. But if he just stayed, he would have become fucking the godfather of Oregon. Yeah. I mean, he still, <laughs> still almost is. Um, so, yeah, year two at UCLA coming up for Chip. We'll see if he does anything or if he tries to snake his way back to Oregon. Go Ducks. Get Ducks. Halftime. How are you feeling? Still feel concussed? Yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, yeah. Nice. We got 11 responses on the questionnaire so far. Nice. Everyone that listens to the show, go respond to it. And I know how many people listen to this episode. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to individually find you. So. 400 people listen to this episode, and I'm going to have to track down 400 people. If 700 people listen, I'm going to have to track down 700. Kind of wishing a lot of people don't listen, if that's really how it's going to play out. Yeah, if that's the full prerogative of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. A passenger jet turned around after a mother forgot to bring her baby on board. The Catholic Church demands an apology for jokes about their actual crimes. A suspected shoplifter drank a six-pack of beer in the Target dressing room before stealing some shit. A zookeeper suffered minor injuries after an emu attack. A Dutch internet expert found an open database in China that contains the personal information of more than 1.8 million women, including their phone numbers, addresses, and something called a breed-ready status. Yikes. A Texas teen survives a 50-foot plunge from a bridge while taking a selfie. What an idiot. A lady begging on the roadside with a sign that read, Please, I have a baby. I need money for diapers. Was found to have a $500 purse with an iPhone X inside. She got dropped off as part of a conglomerate scam of beggars. And police have blown up her spot on the Facebook. I read the news today, oh boy. Where you going? What you want to talk about, Jake? Um, I think the woman that forgot her baby, but as I read the tabloid from the Daily Mail uk, I think those Brits embellished a little bit for the headline. Um, yeah. Those, a, those damn Brits. The kid is five years old. Okay, so not a baby. So not a baby. Like, technically, 
her baby, but not a baby. Um, and then at the end of it, like arguably the two most important details of this story are the baby and the plane coming back. They're saying it's not clear whether the plane had taken off or was taxiing towards the runway. So it could so have it's like, like okay. closed the doors of the plane. So if you've got a plane taxiing and a five-year-old is in the airport for a minute, don't really care. If we had a baby and that plane is off the ground, now we're talking. Um, either way, I and some of the quotes are like actually pretty chummy because this is so dumb and ridiculous that everyone's like, well, how funny is that? It sounds like a Home Alone situation. You still left a five-year-old out of your sight, but hey, five-year-olds run around like crazy, and you're yeah. flying, you got airplane brain. This The end of this article says, last year, police in Germany said a couple had left their daughter at an airport in Stuttgart on their way back from holiday. <clears throat> Officers spotted the five-year-old wandering alone, and each parent reportedly drove home from the airport thinking the child was in the other car. That's a nightmare when you get home. She's not with you? I thought she was with you. <laughs> yeah. Tough losing kids. You got to try not to. You got to try your best not to lose kids. What about this shoplifter? I, I read this headline and then I read some comments and people were like, quit shaming alcoholics because she wanted to steal from Target. But first she had to like build up the courage, I guess, or whatever. So she went into the dressing room and she spent an hour in the dressing room and drank six beers. It's not a bad tactic. Six pack of Stella. Just in the dressing room. And then she walked out with $200 worth of stuff from Target. It's a hell of a day. She looks kind of younger. Yeah, it's Um, it's like a young girl, right? Where the hell's Lathrop? Lathrop? This is Callie. I think it's Lathrop. You tell me. You're my California guy. I'm pretty sure it's Lathrop. Okay. I think it's Northern California. It looks like it's in. It's reported by the Sacramento yeah, it's, it's, Stockton it's right by, Modesto news station. Yeah, it's right by Tracy. It's uh, it's um, you know all those windmills by me. I guess no one else will know that. Nope. Mm, well, Livermore Tracy is where North Lindsay Cal- Adler's it. from. Yeah, it's Lathrop. There's a big uh, oh my whole computer's doing terrible things. There's a big uh, corn maze in Lathrop. Okay. Nice. Can you still see me? Oh, yeah. I can't see a thing on my computer, so go to the oh, next no, topic. I can't. You sound clear as a bell, though. <laughs> go to the next topic. I can't read the list. Next topic is podcaster abducted by aliens in Lavalette, New Jersey. Whoa. Um, scary stuff, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm back. Yeah, you are. We've, we've got a... I don't know. We've got, some, we've got an emu attack from a zookeeper. Well, do you know... Do you know how emus can eat bullets? Uh, well, yeah, you did your million-dollar emu war thing or whatever it is. That's the only way I'd know. Yeah, the emu war in uh, Australia. But just wanted to... I won't do the whole emu war thing. I did an episode on it. I'm just talking. It's a crazy story. But they found out that emus, like, you can shoot them eight times and they still live. Right. Uh, emus are fucking gnarly. So if an, if an emu attacks you, that's scary stuff. 
Second largest living bird by height. What's the large? What's the tallest? Uh, peacock. Ostrich. Oh yeah, that's right. Not. Emus can run like twenty miles per hour too. Uh, up it. Forty. It says fifty kilometers per hour. No one can translate that. Yeah. All I know is that during the first part of the emu wars, before the military got involved. The farmers would like farce gump it and ride around in their trucks chasing emus with billy clubs whacking the emus in the back of the head. Oh, yes. 31 miles per hour for the emu. It's faster than I can run. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can bike that downhill. Easily. Yeah, I'd have to wear a lot of protective gear because I'd be scared. You're telling me, man. What do you got about this Chinese thing? It's basically it's pretty creepy chinese has a they don't have a lot of women they need breeders pretty close to handmaid's tale here this dutch internet guy was just cruising around open databases and found a list of 1.8 million women in china their phone numbers addresses social media profiles and then they had a if they're divorced single whatever and then a breed-ready status. Like, can they breed? Yeah, I mean, maybe... Did breed-ready did breed ready get kind of lost in translation a little bit? Like, is, is breed-ready... Like, could this just be an advanced step in, like, a, a dating app? If, like... I don't know. If this was Match.com, so it's not like Tinder or Bumble where things are a little more low-key... But if this was like Match.com and there was a category like, do you want to have kids? Like, have could we just lost this in translation here? No, I think it's breed ready means like, are they? Yeah, but it's still creepy to have all this information. Like, it just means they're ready. The, the youngest breed ready female on this was 18 years old. So that's good news because there's 15 year olds on the list, but they weren't breed ready. So China got, China got that right. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, what if what if there's a China hacker doing the same thing, and they end up on Match.com, and they're like, "Whoa, there's a there's a list of five million American women, and you know, some of that looks like half of them are baby ready." That's that's a good call. That's what what the article said. Like, we don't know if this is from a dating app or whatever. Yeah, but it shouldn't be open. Like, it should be a closed database. Is the is the thing here. Like, I guess anyone with inter- any internet skills that we don't have, the average person doesn't have, but someone could get this, and then it, then you have phone numbers, addresses in the hands. Yeah, that's the bigger problem, and you can sell. Honest. Yeah, and you can sell it. Like, the fact that this was able to be found is a major problem. Yeah. Well, I'm on this guy for hacking it. Well, he's doing good by it. He's like, whoa, this is what I just found. So that's good. Yeah. In, New, in New Jersey, Jake, this lady, please, I have a baby. I need money for diapers. Cops pull her over. They're like, why do you have such a nice purse? Why do you have an iPhone X? What, do you, what is this all about? And she admitted that she gets dropped off. And like this, these people drop off a bunch of women on the side of highways with these signs. It's like a company. Beggars, beggars United. Maybe they have a union we don't even know about. Pretty wild. Yeah. Cops were like, don't give this lady money. Now she's out of a job. 
Yeah, that's tough. The or, beggar, the beggar, the beggar union pimp dude. He's not going to throw her back on the street. She's outed. Thought we were trying to keep jobs. <laughs> yeah. You give money to people on the side of the road? Cops getting rid of jobs in New Jersey. Like in, in the podcast going on in Asia right now, they're saying, wow, America, America's tough, man. Yeah, you can't even beg on the side of the road in peace anymore. That's not the headline they're getting. They're, they're getting police are removing jobs forcefully. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, what's going on in America? Is this a big story? I I never understood. I said this once. I got I got pushed back from someone, like swindling, because I'm so cynical. I'm always on the side of like, how could you have gotten got? Like, if you give money to the lady, to the lady who says she needs diapers on the side of the road, you have to know the percentage and the odds of that going towards booze, alcohol, or something else. You can't then claim after the fact, like, I thought it was actually going to go towards diapers, because now you're the idiot, and I don't have sympathy for you. There's always a chance, Jim. There was this article when I was doing... How bad would how bad would you feel if it was the one that did really need diapers, and you passed her over? I give money to people. Like, I'll empty my change coin, and, and I, I do it knowing this doesn't... It's probably not going towards, like, good funds, right. but it's okay. I, I do that knowing. I, I'm not going to complain when it doesn't. But there was this article, and when I was blogging every day a couple of years ago, what a grind that is. I guess we, we verbally do it now. About this Philippine dude who they said he swindled this woman out of money. And then, like, the story was he met them on a dating site. He dated them for a while, said he needed, like, help with bills and stuff. They paid, helped his bills, and gave him money. And then he would break up with them after like six months. And he like dated rich woman. And I was very confused. Like, that's illegal? Because they willingly gave him money. I think if, the, if, it, if you do it enough, there's enough of a case that he wasn't actually doing it for like love. Yeah, but is that illegal? Because I just think like, be smarter with your money. I think a little bit. I, I don't know all the rules, man, but I don't know. It's kind of uh Me neither. But some scams, I think, like, are on the scam me more than the scammer. Come on, be a little smart, people. That's why they're scams. People are dumb. You think you've ever been scammed? I've probably been scammed. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just openly admitted it. If you're If you're giving people money... And you don't think it's going to the good stuff. You think it's going to booze. You've been scammed. You think I got scammed even though I knowingly said, here's money for whatever you want to use it for? Yeah, because you're doing it because you think there's a chance they can use it for something good. You're playing the percentages. Oh, no, I don't care what they use it for. Then what are you doing? Helping people out. Then why why don't you do that with every person you see? Using that same theory, you would just give it to any person you see. Well, I'm broke. Anyone that asks for change, I'll just give them the change in my car. I keep the change in the middle console, and I give it out. I'm sorry you're getting scammed. I don't think I'm getting scammed, because I know know it's going going towards whatever. Yeah. And they're scamming you. (laughs) I just don't give it to people that yell. 
That's there my that's my cutoff. If you're quietly just holding a sign and looking at people like a like a, like a sad dog, like all right, take this, use it for whatever Ooh. you want. But comparing if you're the, comparing if you're, the less needy to a sad dog, yeah. If you're like, got a dollar, got a dollar, got a dollar. Come on, a dollar man, just a dollar, just need a dollar. Not getting the dime. You're annoying me. Yep. That works for me. Um, I used to have these memorized. Better the day, it's the better the day. Better the day, better the day. Better of the day, it's the bet of the day. Not only is Jake sick as a dog and maybe concussed, he's also cold as ice. Three for his last 13. Just trying to keep up with you, brother. I'm colder, but you yeah. are the coldest. <clears throat> well. You're now at a 500 record, 21 and 21. Zaga blew out Pepperdine. I think... Magic Sam said it's the first time he's ever not bet along with you. He wants yeah. to have the same emotions that you have, which is so admirable. Yeah. Like, if Jake's miserable, I want to be miserable. Sam, go get food poisoning and fall off your toilet. That's now. You have to do that if you want the same emotions that Jake has. But he couldn't agree with you on this one. By the way, it was 26. Gonzaga won by 26 in a 24-point spread. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it came back at the end. It's a normal bet. Um, but, yeah, I saw I, – I was watching the start of this game a little bit, and, like, I knew I couldn't watch this game because I was fake betting on it, and um, it was going to be a bad game. But, yeah, Pepperdine was keeping up. It was, like, 11-11, and then they had a wide-open three-point shot to go up and do one of these, like, hey, we might hang around this game. They bricked it. Gonzaga came back and hit a three and then, like, another one. And so it went from Wofford going up three to Wofford being down six. And it was like, okay, this is how it ends. Um, I'm officially cold. I'm wondering if my uh, my concussion is going to be kind of like a rookie of the year type thing. Um, <laughs> and kind of. That's pretty good. <laughs> when did yeah, it get hot? Well, he fell off the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a Nostradamus-y, I don't know. I probably have um, a perfect uh, Sean Wallace or Wallace Sean Giff reaction to that. There always is. Uh, there always is. Um, we we got to keep it college hoops. It's that time of the year. It, it might I agree. just be co- college hoops bet central. What? Take, take, um, take one of these final games. Uh, you know what? Take Zaga yeah. again. Know what, Jim? I've got one that's smelling way too funny. Okay. And it's your smelling lady. way too funny. And it's something close to my heart. Northeastern versus Hofstra. Northeastern versus Hofstra. Yep. Okay. We just spoke to a Northeastern grad on Talking Yanks. Yeah. So don't make him mad at you. Jimmy, tell me this doesn't smell funny. All right. Hofstra is 27 and 6. Northeastern is 22 and 10. Okay? Mm hmm. 
Hofstra on the ESPN, they have like a matchup predictor. They have them as like 58% chance Hofstra wins this game. Yeah, they're the one seed. Northeastern is favorited by two and a half. Ooh. Favorited. So everything is pointing like it should be Hofstra the favorite in this game, and they've got Northeastern not only favorited, but by a bucket and a half. The first time they matched up, Hofstra beat them by three. The next time, Northeastern beat them by 14. So maybe they're going off past matchups. They, they just could beat them, be. They just beat this, them by 14. I mean, Jimmy, this just smells so funky to me. I'm, go, I'm on Hofstra. This is where my rookie of the year is kicking in, Jim. This smells so funky that the answer is Northeastern. I'm looking at it as Hofstra. Vegas knows something we don't. Otherwise, Hofstra would be favorited, even outside of the two games they played. Is favorited a word? No, favored, but I'm concussed. Okay, that's confusing me. I've never uh, said it before. I've said it twice. I think you say favored or the favorite. but Yeah. Um, Hofstra beat Northeastern by three. Then they lost to Northeastern earlier in February by 14. Now Hofstra's the one seed, but not the favorite in the game? Yeah. The disrespect? I mean, an assistant coach is just walking around the locker room showing the spread, saying, yeah. we're getting disrespected? It's a whole disrespect spiel going on. Let's go fucking show them. We're Northeastern. They're riding high. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're right. Yeah, Hofstra's going to come out fighting. I, don't know, I think Northeastern's on a little bit of a win streak. We've got one, two, two, three, four, five. Five-game win streak. Um, I don't know. I just it, – it doesn't smell right for me, and I need to – I need to go with Vegas on this one um, and my new concussion bet mode. Northeastern, minus two and a half. Okay, well, this is good because you're so cold I couldn't agree with you again and lose. The only an idiot would do that. I've done it like seven times in the last ten, ten top tries. Right. And I was naturally on Hofstra because how I bet is what coach has better ammunition for a pump-up speech? Right. <laughs> and Hofstra has it. They're getting disrespected, man. So, I am officially... Jakey Jakey, about to make a big mistakey. Disagreeing. Hmm. How do you feel about that? It's all right. I understand your logic and I get it, but I'm sorry you have to continue your losing patterns. Okay. It's fair. It's fair, sir. Are you going to... What's your next... The rest of your day look like to monitor your concussion and your sickness, what's your food strategy? What's your strategy to to attack? My belly's fine. Uh, I just I got my bell rung and I'm exhausted. Um, okay. Like it it feels like my my body went through a battle, um, and my head is just out of it. But I don't know. I got I'm recording talking huskies today. I'm I'm you know working on a. That, that newsletter and stuff, so I've, I got shit to do today, but it's just going to come out wonky, and now I've got an excuse to hide behind, so. Nice. 
Yeah, I got stuff to do today, too, because I can't get ahead. Like all these mini yeah. episodes, I haven't sure. been able to get ahead yet. It's just like I edit and post tomorrow's. So today, I'd like to be able to get ahead. Oh, I'm going to get a massage today, though. Oh, pretty nice. Well, my grandma, I told you, my grandma has all these vouchers for massages. Yeah. She can't drive herself. So like the award for taking her to get a massage, which she has to get because she's old and stuff, is I get a free massage. Right. Free massage, though, it'll put you, or a massage in general, it'll put you out of the, your the zone for like an hour because you feel drunk afterwards. You're all like, oh, oh so nice. And then you got to come down from that. Puts you in a sleepy mood. Mm. It feels nice. So I'm happy for you. Me and my grandma going to get a couple's massage. Imagine if we were in the same room. That'd be funny. Or I don't think we. I don't. I don't think we are. That'd be hot. I'm getting a male masseuse again because my grandma doesn't want the male masseuse. Okay. So that's interesting stuff. And that's about the end of the show. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play, Dirty Old Town. Now, if you don't like this song, I'm sorry, but I like it a lot. I'm going to play it. Just listen to that. It's beautiful. I should have maybe played it from the middle or something. Dirty old town. Industrial Revolution, Jake. Messed up. Hey, everyone, go take that quiz. JohnBoyMedia.com, John Boy and Jake section. Thanks.